It's time for the Green's Release podcast with your host and the creator of Green's Release, Janet Green. Each week, Janet explains how your past and present provide a unique opportunity to rewrite your future. Stay tuned to hear a relaxing compliment to the life-altering materials in the Green's Release workbooks. This podcast is brought to you by greensrelease.com. You just gotta make up your mind that today is your day and nothing can stand in your way. Today is your day. Everything's going your way. We try to do the right thing and eat healthy, then wonder why the weight doesn't fall off. The thing most people don't realise is many food manufacturers are not honourable, take advantage of us and food labelling loopholes and create food items that promote weight gain. This podcast exposes some of these practices so you can become a savvy shopper. You'll find shopping suggestions at the end of the podcast. Natural is healthy, right? Not always. When you see a label that says 100% natural or all natural, you expect it to contain only natural ingredients. The problem is that when you read the list of ingredients, you'll often discover that your product contains unnatural ingredients. This is because of an FDA loophole that does not require the information on the package to reflect the actual contents. Plus, the fact that the FDA does not have a clear definition of natural that manufacturers must adhere to. In other words, natural products are not always made with natural ingredients. But there's another problem with the term natural. People mistakenly assume that natural means good for you. However, many unhealthy and toxic ingredients are natural. The following ingredients were found in foods that were labelled natural. Food colourings. Many natural colourants approved for use in food are derived from coal tar and may contain lead and arsenic. BHT, a product also used in jet fuel and embalming fluid, is natural. So is cane sugar. Clearly, natural is not always synonymous with healthy. Organic is healthy. The thing you need to realise is that an unhealthy food does not become healthy just because it's organic. Take organic cookies and pasta for example. The ingredient list from one organic cookie packet read as follows. Organic unbleached wheat flour. This is processed and not whole flour. 
organic powdered sugar comprised of organic sugar and organic cornstarch cornstarch is processed organic sugar organic palm fruit oil canola oil cocoa unsweetened chocolate salt natural flavor which is not made from natural ingredients sodium bicarbonate and soy lecithin these cookies are basically made from processed flour sugar fat chocolate and salt would you eat those ingredients as a meal where's the nutrient value the ingredient list from an organic pasta packet revealed that it had been enriched with thiamine, riboflavin, niacin, iron and folate. This is a government requirement for highly processed wheat products that remove the nutrients during processing. This pasta is therefore not even whole grain. And remember, a store that sells organic food also sells non-organic food too. So look at the ingredient labels rather than assuming everything is organic and healthy. Serving size. This one makes me laugh. Higher priced special diet foods are often the same as non-diet foods. A loaf of bread that claims to have 25% fewer calories per slice may just be regular bread sliced 25% thinner. Yet, they charge a higher price than regular bread. Reducing the serving size is a clever way manufacturers reduce calories per serving. When the nutrient amount falls below 0.5 grams, the FDA allows manufacturers to round it down to zero. Hence, a false claim of 0% fat when a product's ingredients list fat. Some products like margarine, oil sprays or coffee creamers can contain more than 30% fat. Yet, by defining small serving sizes, manufacturers can legally claim these products have zero fat. Even when the serving sizes are too small to be usable. Who eats a quarter cup of cereal or uses a third of a spray of oil? Label claims. Take a look at your favorite health food and see if there's a trademark symbol next to its health claim. For instance, no artificial anything or bifidus regularis. The thing is that a trademark is not a nutritional claim, even though it may look like it is. Therefore, these claims don't mean anything. They're just empty words that are placed on the label to deliberately trick you. 
If you look at the ingredients list of your No Artificial Anything trademark product, you'll probably see things like high fructose corn syrup or modified cornstarch or even partially hydrogenated oil. These aren't natural, they're man-made ingredients. Look for the Bifidus regularis bacteria in your yogurt ingredient list. Can't find it? That's because it's a made-up name. It's not even real. But it sounds good, doesn't it? While packaging may boast crackers are made with toasted whole wheat, the ingredient label shows the crackers contain more sugar than whole wheat. A good source of fibre may indicate that processed isolated fibres have been added to the product rather than the traditional fibre you'd expect like whole grains, beans, vegetables and fruit. Made with real fruit items may have as their main ingredients corn syrup, sugar and white grape juice concentrate. That's not fruit. Packaging claims are a joke and should be ignored unless the ingredient list substantiates their claim. Sugar-free or no sugar. The word sugar on your food labels is not what you think. Manufacturers have to comply with FDA food labels. However, the definition of sugar is very misleading. The word sugar is defined as 1. Sucrose, which is a white crystalline sweet carbohydrate normally extracted from sugar cane and sugar beet. Or 2. A generic term that includes any of a class of water-soluble carbohydrates with varying degrees of sweetness. A manufacturer can use the first definition and claim their product is sugar-free if it contains less than 0.5 grams of sugar or sucrose per serving. However, their products can contain high levels of other sweeteners from the second definition like agave nectar, brown sugar, cane crystals, cane concentrate, corn sweetener, corn syrup, crystalline fructose, dextrose, dried cane sugar, evaporated cane juice, fructose, fruit juice concentrates, glucose, high fructose corn syrup, honey, invert sugar, lactose, maltose, malt syrup, molasses, raw sugar, sucrose, sugar alcohols like erythanol, glycerol or glycerin, hydrogenated starch hydrosates, isomalt, lactocol, malitol, mannitol, sorbitol, xylitol and sugar syrup. Phew, that was a long list of sugars. Take a look at the ingredient list of your food items. 
you may be surprised how many different sugars they contain. This is especially important because excess sugar intake is a key factor in obesity. Fat-free, non-fat and low-fat. Contrary to popular belief, it's not fat that's bad for you. Actually, fat is an important dietary ingredient. However, certain types of fat, like those in processed foods, are bad for you. Just like sugar, the word fat-free, non-fat and low-fat on your food packaging are not what you think. And just like sugar, there are many different names for fat. However, the FDA regulations only require reporting of one type of fatty acid, triglycerides. Now, because the FDA regulations do not list monoglycerides and diglycerides as fat, a manufacturer can claim that a product is fat-free and omit these fats from the nutritional label. They are included in the ingredient list, however. So, the only way around this is to compare your product ingredient list to an online fatty acid equivalent names list. You'll find at least 34 different fatty acid systematic names, 27 common names and 3 abbreviated names. While you're checking the fat content, verify the type of oil claimed is correct. As many manufacturers list olive oil on the front packaging when it's either not included in the ingredient list, replaced with an unhealthy fat, or at such a small quantity that its possible health benefit is eliminated. Here's another one. Next time you pick up a reduced fat food item, compare the sugar content to non-reduced fat items. For some reason, manufacturers add more sugar to reduced fat items. No trans fatty acids. Many manufacturers change their labelling practices when the new FDA regulations requiring disclosure of trans fats went into effect in 2006, just to avoid this disclosure. Therefore, your healthy items may not be what you think it is. Things to look for include claims of no trans fatty acid on the label and then hydrogenated oil or partially hydrogenated oil which cannot be manufactured without creating trans fatty acids in the ingredients list. Then they can legally claim that their product has no trans fat. Manufacturers deliberately reduce serving sizes to conform with the FDA regulation that allows rounding down to zero any ingredient 
that accounts for less than 0.5 grams per serving. Then they can legally claim that their product has no trans fat. When it's full of trans fat. Fake foods. There are so many fake foods on our supermarket shelves that we often can't tell the difference. Watch out for wording like all the goodness of milk, milk substitute, fruit flavoured, fruit beverage, dairy beverage and cheese product. The ingredients list will verify the authenticity of this item. One of the latest health food crazes is yogurt. While yogurt is good for you, the yogurt you buy from the supermarket may not be good for you. These are the ingredients I found on one brand. Reduce fat milk, which increases the lactose or sugar content. Modified food starch, which is a heavily processed ingredient. Inulin, a highly processed sugar. Fructose, a processed sugar. Acacia gum, a highly processed sugar. Modified cornstarch, another highly processed sugar. Gelatin, natural vanilla flavour. This is highly processed and not real vanilla from a vanilla bean. Sucralose, a highly processed artificial sweetener. Accessophane, potassium, a highly processed artificial sweetener. Malic acid, highly processed tart flavouring. Xanthian gum, highly processed thickening agent. Sodium citrate, highly processed salt and active lactic bacteria. Elbugarius, Esthemophilus and B. lactis. They can contain up to 31 grams of sugar. That's 8 teaspoons of sugar in one little cup. That's more sugar per ounce than in soda. Homemade yogurt is very different to supermarket yogurt. One of the easiest and healthiest yogurt recipes I've found come from a book by Elaine Gochko called Breaking the Vicious Cycle. There's a link on our website. Homemade yogurt ingredients are milk, yogurt starter, which is made from skim milk powder, sucrose, ascorbic acid, active lactic bacteria like L. bulgarius, Esthemophilus and L. acidophilus. And then you can add fresh fruit or honey for flavour if you want to. That's it. No more ingredients. An interesting fact is that a diet that focuses on intestinal health specifically avoids the bacteria supermarket yogurts promote. The strain we must avoid in our SCD yoghurt is bifidus as it has been found to cause bacterial overgrowth in the gut.
bifidus comes in quite a few variations. So in general, avoid anything that has bifid in its name. Cereal's another healthy food, right? When was the last time you looked at the ingredients in your cereal? Remember that foods labels list all the ingredients in a product in descending order by weight. Pour a bowl of cereal and notice how much grain there is. Remembering that grain is the first thing listed in the ingredient list. Looking at the quantity in front of you, how much sugar do you think is included if sugar is the second, third, fourth, sixth, eighth and tenth ingredient like it was in many of the cereal packages I looked at. That's a lot of sugar. Now look at the serving size. Some have one quarter of a cup, which means that you get 10 grams of sugar per quarter cup according to their nutrient facts. Food suggestions. Rather than overwhelming you with a huge list of suggestions, here are five practical ideas. One, when possible, buy foods that don't come with labels, boxes, plastic or cans. Two, be a savvy shopper and ignore packaging claims and marketing hype. Three, Always check the ingredient list. 4. Don't buy foods with ingredients that you wouldn't have in your pantry. That means they're not real food. And 5. Swap out one chemically processed food per month. You could start with spaghetti sauce. I make a large batch and freeze the tomato soup recipe from our podcast Why Are You Hungry as a delicious spaghetti sauce. As a fussy eater, I love this recipe because it's a great way to add nutrition into my diet without being obvious. I even add mushrooms, which I don't normally eat, but you'd never know. You can add tomato paste so it becomes a healthy ketchup. Imagine being able to eat as much ketchup as you like without guilt. Try it and see for yourself. I'm also going to add regular swap out recipes. You can find them in our health and weight loss category.